Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. We're going to have an amazing Agent Power Huddle today. Uh, I'm Jesse Zagorski, broker associate with EXP, and I got a good friend of mine who is um, probably one of my favorite co-hosts we ever have on this. Brandon, I, I love when you were on this show. So Brandon Grass, uh, we will not go into his entire background because he has multiple other episodes, but the short version of it is um, he is a man who has reinvented himself multiple times, right? Yep. Started off with making thousands. I think we counted hundreds of thousands of cold calls. Yeah. Dove into attraction-based marketing. And uh, this morning, we're talking about marketing through pay-per-click ads and other online methods. So, Brandon, what's new in your world, man? Oh, man. I'm working way less than I ever have and doing more deals than I ever have. So, that's that's a win-win, man. That's a huge... Why are you so relaxed? And I'm like, well, because I don't have like just... You know, I, I, I feel like I'm finally organized in the sense of like, you know qualifying the leads that I want to work with are going to buy and sell a home. And when you don't know that, um, you, you really kind of at a beck and call, right? So you're kind of in this panic mode. And I just feel like there's a calm over me now where I finally, you know, hopefully got something dialed in where I can, you know, hopefully scale this, uh, business. I mean, I know you and I have talked numerous times about scaling and that, and that's where pay-per-click comes into effect. Like if I'm not on the phones dialing and, you know, YouTube's been great and all these other channels have been great, but they're kind of just little dribbles or no real stream. Um, so with the pay-per-click, the, the hope is there is to get, you know, the stream going and, and, and turning it into a river. Yeah. I love it. And, and that's, that's the thing, right? Like you said, YouTube and other streams, they are, they are streams, but when you have something that's actually like you can pay for, then you can scale. Right. Yeah. All right. So, and I should mention, by the way, you're from Kelowna, British Columbia, right up in Canada. Yep, and yep. you also probably relax because it's actually summer there, which we were just talking about, which is awesome. But walk, walk me through this journey of reinvention. You said you're finally settled and you feel like you've got things in place. Like what did you put in place and what, what are you working on these days? So I think my biggest, my biggest fear and limiting belief was like not wanting to spend money, you know, being cheap, right? Like I don't want to spend. And so for me, it was, it it made more sense. And this is how crazy it is to everybody watching, but it made more sense to me to grind the phones for eight, 10 hours a day, getting one or two leads than just paying money to get a couple leads that trickle in, right. That are going to do deals. And now it's like, okay, well, I don't want to do that. I mean, if I'm, if I'm going to be prospecting and I'm going to be calling, I want to be calling with people that are showing intent. So all of my drips and everything that I have, you know, Google pay-per-click is a big funnel, but everything is trying to narrow that funnel down and qualify those projections in those people. So, um, you know, whether that be a relocation buyer who registered for a relocation guide, well, I'm going to go on a series of seven drips going through, okay, are you interested in schools? Are you interested in, uh, you know, uh, scheduling a relocation consultation with me and really dripping through to see what their motivations are. And if they don't answer, that's fine, but at least any nibbles that, you know, come in will, will be easier for me to convert and, and have a conversation, qualify the people that I can qualify and, and not on, on the ones that, that aren't. I love it. All right. So, so walk me through from the top, just like what, like you just said, like, let's take relocation. Cause you have a market, a lot of people relocating too. Yep. Um, and we can talk to some other campaigns, but 
walk me through the flow. Are you talking so Google pay per click ad driving traffic somewhere? Like walk walk us through it. Yeah. So what I what I found is more and more people are moving up here. So although they're not relocation buyers, most of the people searching on Google pay per click, especially in the areas that I'm targeting, like Vancouver, Toronto, and that they are looking to move here and relocate here. So it was a little bit of a long-term play. So what I've done is, uh, well, Sierra has done is they've, they've categorized the local search terms. So instead of city specific, they're neighborhood specific. So, you know, you're not going to know Rose Valley. You're, you might know Kelowna cause you know me, but you know, you don't know Rose Valley. So if you're searching Rose Valley, that's a better intent and a, a higher probability that you might have a home to sell or that you're looking to relocate within the city so I can get a double deal. So, I've scaled back that quality volume and paying more for a lead, but in, in turn, it's producing a higher quality conversation with a better intent because they're a lot of them are locals or they know somebody that lives in the neighborhood and they want to be in that specific neighborhood. Interesting. So the more you niche down, the, the more you're getting people that are further down the funnel because they've, they've, they've already researched, they're knowing like, a, like an actual neighborhood name. Totally it, makes sense. Exactly. And that's all, Chris, I mean, that, you know, that's all she talks about niching down, right? Like find your niche and niches are in the riches. So that's really all. I just reverse engineered that and said, okay, that that's going to work. Um, and then, you know, with so many leads, I know a lot of agents go, well, I can never get them on the phone. I can never do this. I can never do that. Well, you know, a lot of the effort is just in creating you know, those, those drips that are, don't sound like drips. Right. So, um, I took, um, th this is a great book for anybody watching, uh, Barry Jenkins, two nights for sales and don't let the title fool you, but these are all, every single one of these is like a gold mine of drips and text and lingo. And so Barry's whole premise and his whole team's premise is talk to them as, as a friend, talk to them like a, as a helpful person rather than just, just a meat on a stick. Right. So, um, is, you know, isn't his team name, isn't his team name, your friend in real estate? Yeah. Two, two nights for sales.com or something too. He has. Yeah. 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 But, um, you know, and that's really what he tries to be. He tries to be a friend, right? I mean, and you know, you get people to register that don't have a number or that don't want to talk to you. Well, those aren't the people that you're trying to, you know, qualify and, and get conversations to the people that are going to want help are going to be your friend too, and going to be receptive to your call. So you just have to make sure that you're really, um, you know, getting enough leads to have those quality conversations that you got stuck up on the bad leads. And by the way, something I really respect about you, Brandon, for anyone listening, I, I know that you've studied from a lot of different people in the world of real estate, but everyone you study from, you really go deep, you take it and you make it your own and put it into action quickly. Like, right. I mean, I, th I think it's something that's really people watching this should, should know, like you just mentioned that, right. You, you've coached with, uh, with, Krista, Krista, you said, which is Krista yep. Mayshore. I know when we first started talking, you had been studying Grant Cardone. Uh, you know, that was a big influence in your life. And every time we talk about someone like you just, you go deep in that book, you just hold the book up again, hold it sideways with the little flags. Like the, all the little post-its, like, dude, that's like, that's how your mind works. I love it. Cause I guarantee you've taken those in internal. And then I don't have to read the whole book, right? If I want an idea or something, like I didn't even know this. My daughter taught me it's called annotating. I didn't even know what that word was, but I just knew I didn't want to read the whole book. So, you know, like there's, there's um, text drips and everything. And then the other one is this one is why, why Lopo scripts for success yep. by professor Barry Jenkins and the scripts in that are basically what I'm using on, on my drips with a little bit of my personality. Okay. Um, and then one of the big things that Barry talks about is if your drips and texts aren't getting at least 25%, 25 
percent response rate, you need to get rid of them. So I had a whole bunch of where I was like nine, 18, 16% and switch these things, trying to all get that 25. And, and the return has just been phenomenal just in my little bit of time and figuring things out and what, you know, verbiage works and, and really changing rather than just setting it and forgetting it and walking away. Because at the end of the day, you're spending a lot of money on, on these pay-per-click ads. So the better conversion you have, the better return you're going to have. I, I love it. A lot of people have their camera off who are here listening this morning, but if you guys have questions and you want to, uh, to ask Brandon, please jump in, let us know. But I, I'm just, I'm smiling because you actually have to keep working at this. I yeah. love it. I love the idea of like it's automation. You set it up and it's done, but like you get such a better return when you actually play with it. And you look, can you give us some examples of maybe a couple of the, the texts and the drip or if you know any of them or. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that, that uh, I don't, Jesse, you might remember the guy's name when Krista did her, um, I don't know what retreat it was. It was the virtual one where she had all those people, the, the girl that was, um, help me there. The names, um, he, the, he was like a YouTube guru. There was a, a, a girl that was all about your in, like how you perceive yourself yeah, on video. Scott, Scott was, Scott was the YouTube guru. Which person, which person yeah. do you think? The, Grant. Grant. Oh yeah. Grant Wise. Yep. Yeah. So he had these buyer and I, I've talked about these on agent power huddle before, but he had these buyer engage uh, that was just basically. So the first one is, Hey, is this contact first name question mark? That's got a 30% uh, re reply rate. So that's great. Um, how many bedrooms are you looking for? So like Tristan Amada says, you know, keep the conversation simple. You do not go, you know, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, how many square footage, what neighborhoods do you want to be in? You keep the conversation simple to get that dialogue going. So it's all, if you go, well, this is so basic, it really is, but it's just to get a response. So how many bedrooms are you looking for? That is a 60% reply rate, which is phenomenal. Um, Do you have a specific school catchment you need to be in? Is there a specific area of the Okanagan you want to be in? How soon are you looking to move? Are you currently working with an agent right now? Like, hello, that's a good one to know. Have you been approved for a mortgage yet? Um, and, then, and these so, are all part of automated drips that, that come out. Like if they don't respond to one, it'll send them another one. Yeah, these are buyer engaged. So these would be okay. me manually following up where I've had a conversation with you and you've been like, I'm looking for a new house. And then you're like really cold. So I'll text you when I follow up with you saying, Hey, how many bedrooms are you looking for? So it's just yeah. trying to get that dialogue a little deeper. Um, yep. One of Barry's is um, on my smart list, which I, we don't have enough time to go into, but all my stuff are smart lists. I'm running Barry Jenkins smart list and fall boss. So greeting time. So it's a time of day. So it's really personal contact first name. I noticed you have a new favorite listing heart emoji. Would you like to schedule an in-person or virtual showing any questions I can answer for you at this time? This has a 54% response rate. So, so that's based on, by the way, guys, if, you, if you're depending on your level of techiness and it's a behavioral text. So depending on yes. the CRM you're running and if you're on KV core, it does it. He's using both Sierra and follow-up boss. They all do behavioral stuff. When someone has favorited a listing, it adds them to a certain list. And so he's able to trigger a certain text message to be sent based on that. So pretty much everyone on here, I can see watching should have access to, I'm pretty sure you guys all have access to at least one of those CRMs. If not, let us know. We can point you the right direction, but yeah, there's a bunch of CRMs that'll do behavior messaging like that. 
and 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 if you don't you are you know in your crm if it's you know i don't know a basic bare bones crm and you know or even more basic if you're on your matrix portal and you notice somebody favorite a listing you take this and just say hey would you like to schedule an in-person showing or can i answer any questions and you know if they're interested that you're going to get a response right a lot of the time so it doesn't have to be you know all in in one crm it's a nice one that is but you don't have to be that um and then there, there's just some really good ones that um, yeah, so this is very this is Barry Jenkins here. Hi, contact first name. This is Brandon Grass with great homes.cnexp Realty. I wanted to nail down a couple of specifics on your search criteria. Give me a call back when you get a chance, and then I leave my number. I love that you keep playing with these to figure out just what is the best responses. Um, kind of taking it back up a little higher level yeah. for, for on the pay-per-click side, you know, if we're talking about generating leads because as our market shifted, are, are you, how many different types of campaigns are you running? I mean, is it around more, like you said, the relocation buyers, do you find one that works? Are you experimenting with different types? Yeah. So the relocation buyers are too long for me. Like I, I need business now, especially with a shifting market. So I've gone really, I've doubled down basically on these areas and YouTube. It's funny. YouTube is really like, I went through most of July where I didn't get like anything. And then last week I got five phone calls just falling into my lap and I'm like, okay, well I made up for the slow July, but I realized that, you know, I can't rely on that one channel. Um, so I, I've doubled down. I'm spending just a thousand dollars a month right now. So nothing crazy. Uh, I, you know, I know there's lots more, but I just wanted to prove myself that I could, okay, I could take, you know, I basically committed for 12 months. If I can take 12,000 and get one closing, which I better be able to do that or else I'm really bad. Um, then, you know, I get the one closing and then I'm just going to reinvest, reinvest, reinvest. And, you know, I know Gabe is having tremendous success. I mean, he's supplying his team of 11 agents, all leads through PBC. So I know all of these major teams all invest. I know Tris Nomada, he said that's his number one source this year has been PBC by far. So, you know, when all these big teams are doing it, I know there's a recipe for success there. You just, you just got to figure it out on your own. I love it. All right. Um, we got, we're about halfway through. There's so many things I want to ask about. Is there any, anything else you want to make sure we, we go over any direction you want to go in? Um, no, 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 no real direction. Just, um, I do have this really great, it's Mike Ferry. It's a buyer script qualifying for home and motivation. So okay. I think a lot of online leads, you want to talk to these people and you want to quickly set them up on a search and then you just never hear from them and you waste your time, you know, doing the search and getting everything ready and everything. So what I try and do now is it's just like a listing. I, my, my job as, as, you know, a realtor is, is to get in front of that prospect. So whether that's Zoom, whether that's, you know, online, in person, a coffee shop, whatever. Um, and then I really want to go through these string of questions and there's 17 questions here and what I found is when I, when I get answers to these questions, I mean, sometimes it's not all 17, sometimes it's, you know, seven or eight cause they're early in the stage, but it just helps me. So what Barry's taught is everybody goes in a stage. So I have a hot ASAP, which means like they are writing. I'm personally looking for listings every day. Then it's um, hot one to three months, warm three to six months, and then cool six months plus. And then the best one is the collection, which means it's just garbage. You know, they don't want to talk to me. They said, don't, you know, I'm working with a realtor, you know, whatever. I'm running away with the tail between my legs and I'm never talking to them because I don't want them clogging up the good leads. So what I found is narrowing those 
leads down, uh, it just helps me not feel so overwhelmed and not feel so lost to, oh my gosh, I got no business coming in. I got a prospect. I got to, you know, do 10 hours on the phone and, 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 you know, kill myself afterwards. I just, I don't want to do that anymore. So it's really, really helped. Interesting. It's helping from a mindset standpoint as well as an actual yeah. flow and function. So then, so once you sort them, um, let's take not the ASAP because those are almost obvious, right? Those are obvious what you're doing. Yeah. But but like like because you're you're showing property, you're out you're out working with them, or you're listing their house. The ones that are hot. Well, what's the definition of hot within ninety days? So hot is one one to three months. One to three months. Okay. So what do you what is the flow? What do you do with the with the hot? So they're, they get a tagged hot, which means that they're always on my hot list. So if it's been longer than 10 days, they are on that list. They show up and fall boss and it's bad. Brandon, get on the phone and get calling because, you know, sometimes they change. And then sometimes what will happen is, you know, I'll get a notification that, you know, if you're on my hot list, Jesse, you haven't looked at your property notifications in 30 days. Why is that? Why, if Jesse's hot to trot, why, why is he not looking? Right. So then I'll call and then based on our conversation, I'll easily take you from hot to cold or hot to, you know, collection to get you rid of. Because if you have no intent, there's no sense in me wasting my time. And I've, I've spent so many thousands of hours following up dead leads and, you know, meeting dead people that didn't want to sell their home and just wanted to price and just wanted to visit for hours. I just, I, you know, I, I would be more, so much more successful if I knew that ahead of time. So, you know, your, your value is so important and your time is so important that you really have to slow down and qualify. So I have no problem switching those, those people around and, and the stages. And, you know, if I get any kind of hesitation, like, you know, one of, one of the ones is, um, uh, Oh, do you need to sell an existing home to buy the next one? So just just the other day, I had a client coming from uh, August to look at homes in Ontario. Super excited, like over a million dollar buyers. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. So I asked them the question. They're like, oh yeah, we're thinking of selling next year. And I'm like, yeah, we're not going to look at homes. Like I'll meet you for coffee, but I'm not showing you homes, right? Because that's not fair to the seller and, and my time. So because I asked that question, I was able to get that information and I'm going to provide them with more value uh, because, you know, maybe I can refer them to another EXP agent there, right? That, that I can get a little bit more referral off. So just by asking the questions, you get the answers. Yeah, I, I love it. And I think this is really important in terms of... Um, especially now that the market's shifted, but even so, if you're going from working a different source to working online leads, because once you figure out how to do paid traffic, you can generate a huge quantity, yeah. right? Sorting and being you know, careful with your time becomes so much more important. I'm not saying, obviously don't talk to people, but I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Right, right. What are some of the lessons you've learned as you've kind of shifted from you know, a YouTube-based strategy, more attraction to more of like this paid paid leads. What what are some of the lessons you've learned so far? I think just with leads in general. I mean, you know, my my mindset is you know to to hang on to this lead, right? Like you know, I, I use I use Mike Ferry's lead cards and to hang on to this lead card. And you know, it it was a podcast that Tony, uh, the VP of Mike Ferry, says, you know, what what makes you think that the more longer you have this lead card, the more valuable it is? You think you're the only one with this lead? And it's like, no, no, I'm not. Like you know, there's other people that have this lead, that have this system, right? So it's like, you know, holding on to these leads and thinking they're going to do something and, you know, like, okay, Jesse, six months from now, what, what, what's going to be different? You know, or you, you're just probably just blowing me off, right? You're a nice guy in me. Um, and so it's really digging deep on, you know, if, if that is going to be worth my time in six months to follow up with you, or do I just send you on my weekly email and hopefully you reach out to me in four years? Great. 
right? Like anyone, which is fine. But really by asking the questions, uh, you know, like Mike says, you, you, are, you have so much more enthusiasm to follow up with the leads that you've prospected and that you've qualified than leads that are like, don't call me again. I'm not interested. I'm not doing anything for three years. I'm not doing anything for 10 years. That is just demoralizing, right? So if you get excited and now you're all of a sudden following up with 30 people and 20 of them say, yeah, we're, we're doing something in a month. Well, that that's pretty, pretty exciting. And I think you'll, you'll want to do that follow up even more. Right. So. Absolutely. What you're saying makes so, makes so much sense from a psychology standpoint. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of agents, as they start getting into the world of paid lead gen, like you get this sense of like, well, I've got a thousand leads. I've got 10,000 leads. I've got 30,000, but no closings. Like, okay. Right. Well, are you spending, what I'm hearing you say over and over is make sure you're spending your effort in the right place. Right. Right. Okay. Um, what else have you learned in terms of these? So we talked automations, we talked the drip sequences, we talked about the methods. Are you, are you mainly using Google pay-per-click or there other online methods you're doing for? Yeah, for no, I, I'm not doing anything else other than online. I mean, my, um, you know, YouTube it, it's kind of like yeah, kind of flatlined a little bit. I mean, I'm getting the trickle effect, but nothing major. And right. as the market's shifting, you know, I, I've got seven listings right now and it just, I can't beg for a showing and it's like, oh man, this really sucks. So, you know, you get lucky and you get an offer and it's like, you know, okay, great. But you've had it for like a couple months now and it's like the market's so different. I mean, this Peachland property I had for five months, I sold the home six times five collapsed offers and I had an emotional elderly seller. It was just like, Oh, and I finally sold it. And it, there was no, there was no joy. It was just like, Oh my God, thank gosh, I'm done. And I move on. Um, so yeah, with the buyers, I, I feel like they've been waiting, they've been watching and they've kind of been like, okay, you know, I'm looking for an opportunity in that. And then there's those people that, you know, want the foreclosures of the deals. And it's like, no, go call somebody else. I don't want to work with those. Kind it's, of not, it's not there yet. But no. that's, an interesting, that's an interesting point also, which is it used to be a few months ago, you took a listing, it's a guaranteed paycheck. Yeah. There's nothing guaranteed about taking a listing these days about, depending on your market, it's obviously market specific, but that it's turning into a paycheck. And I think on the buyer side, whereas if you have a motivated buyer, Yes, there's challenges with the loans and things like that. But if you have a buyer that's begun looking recently or looking a while ago, stopped, and now they're looking again, those buyers that they, they know the interest rates are, they want to move anyway. Like that is that, that motivated buyer is a valuable client these days. Yeah. And, and they're going to make a decision quickly. I mean, because they know the market, they've been watching prices come down slowly. Um, and you know, there's always the buyers that are waiting for the sky to fall and doom and gloom and all that. But you know, the ones that do want to make a move that are seeing opportunity are, are, are jumping at it. So it's just getting a, a group of those. Well, that's what I was just going to say. So with this paid legion that we've talked about for the last 20 minutes, I have so many agents I've talked to who are like, you got a buyer that they're worried about this and that. I'm like, well, you can try it. We can give you some dialogues to try to handle objections. But bottom line is you probably need some more buyers that don't have those concerns and you can, and this is, this gives you a way to go out and connect with more people so you can find the ones that are motivated and do want to move regardless right. of the fact that interest rates are in the fives or whatever they are, you know, today. Right. Right. Yeah. And so that's what I was going to say is that, you know, there, there's um, a few drips that everybody should, should have. So like a bad number drip. So that's somebody that registers on your website without a bad number. And so it just says, you know, Hey, and I just tried to give you a call and this is again from Barry. Um, I, I just tried to give you a call is 204-698, still the best number for you. Uh, you know, let me know. And that gets a great response. And then they'll go through another drip saying, hey, I, I just missed a phone call from a private number. Was that you, Jesse? 
And then usually it's like, no, but, and then sometimes people reply with their phone number. Right. And it's like, you know, call me this evening or call me tomorrow or call me Friday or whatever. So, you know, any kind, anytime you can get a little bit of action, you know, obviously they're giving you a number because they didn't want to register, but now they are. So their intent is a little bit higher than, you know, just some lead that stonewalls you and doesn't say anything, which I'm going to get rid of anyway. If their email's not good, or if their phone number's not good, they're deleted. I mean, there's, there's no sense in having a dead lead in the system for, for, for what, right. There's just no sense. I love it. All right, so so we need a bad number drip. What what are and when you say drip, those are obviously emails because we don't have their number. Right. What other drips do we need? Uh, Property inquiry. So like, hey Jesse, I just got your property inquiry for one two three Main Street. Would you like to schedule a showing, or is now a good time to give you a call and discuss the property? And then if you don't answer, hey, Jesse, I, I'm dying to give you this information. Uh, would you like to schedule a virtual tour? Are you in town or are you out of town? I'm not sure. So just some conversational dialect. And then the third time is usually if they've opened those two emails, I'll go in and I'll pull what's sold in the neighborhood. Just take five seconds and just pull what's sold in the neighborhood and send that out, not as a drip, but as a third attempt saying, hey, here's the homes that have sold similar to that one. You know, is, is that the price range that you were hoping to be in? And that gets a great response for, for the people that are kind of still interested. Interesting. And, and are you finding that most of your online leads these days are coming in with a specific property inquiry or more to one of your you know reports, something else that you're offering? Well, because the way pay-per-click is done, um, I have like 32 properties on the landing page. So they're like five wide or four wide and, and eight deep or whatever it is. So they're choosing a property there and they're clicking on that one property, but it could be a condo townhouse, whatever it is. And then they're registering on that. And then sometimes they, they will look at that one listing and then sometimes they'll bounce. And then sometimes they'll look for, for like long time. Right. And the longer they're on, the, the better it is. Totally makes sense. Um, we only have about th- three minutes. So if anyone has questions, you didn't ask it here, by the way, we'll drop Brandon's contact info into the chat box, into the uh, the show notes, wherever you're listening to this podcast later. But Brandon, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Oh, Instagram, Facebook. I, I mean, any, anywhere. Just Google me. I'm, I'm everywhere. Brandon Grass. Just look Brandon Grass. Yeah. And- yeah. Right, cool. yeah. Um, last thoughts, anything we didn't cover, things you want to kind of pull together for people? Um, no, I, I guess just, you know, for me, aha moment was just being organized. So like, I, I, you know, I'm very organized up here, but physically in my like space, I'm, I'm a mess. Um, so like I've gone through and I've literally watched hours of YouTube videos. So like, if you can see everything is in this binder, like I've got everything in here. And then I've got all my script cards that I'm practicing. So I'm studying all, all in here. And like this, I would have never had this like a month ago, like never. Um, but it's just so nice because now when I'm doing follow-up, I just open up to the follow-up tab and I've got my scripts right there. I know what I'm doing. I mean, I've got them on the computer, but I don't have to go searching in that. So I have, I'm very organized in that sense. And that's helped me kind of reduce the clutter to focus on, you know, the, the tasks at, at hand. Right. And by being diligent in my follow-up and, and blocking that time of doing that, I don't then feel guilty and have to, you know, be in the car doing follow up. I can listen to my audiobook or I can listen to some music now that it's summer um, because I've done my fall up, right? I don't feel that guilt where I have to follow up with the leads. So it's, it's really nice. Yeah. I love it. Lisa just put a funny comment in the chat box. She said uh, that folder makes her OCD happy. 
Oh yeah. Like this is uh there's a girl, I don't know what her name is. She's amazing on YouTube. She's got like millions of subscribers, but she swears by these better binders from Staples. They're like seven bucks. They're so cheap and they are just awesome. So I've got like seven binders. I've got one for marketing. I've got one with all my Krista Mayshore resources, like all her video ideas and everything. And then all the notes that I've taken online through Evernote and stuff, I printed off and you know, I, I got rid of the crap and, and, and kept all the good stuff. So it's, uh, it's really helped me be organized and hopefully will increase my efficiency. <laughs> I, I love it, Brandon. And for anyone watching, I highly recommend you guys make your own binder with whatever you need, whether it's marketing strategies or like he said, in this case, it's like a lead conversion. We used to have everyone on our team would carry a lead, like a lead script book that like yeah. a full, like a binder that was a script book that even if they mastered and memorized every script, it's almost like that sense of security that because you have it with you and you don't have to think and it just you, it puts you in a different state where you're more confident when you go to engage with with prospects. Right. That, that buyer questionnaire, the Mike Ferry one that I use, I literally have a couple copies in my car, got a phone call. I was driving into Cologne. I pull over to the side of the road. I'm literally just reading doo, 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 and I'm writing this down. I'm writing this down. I'm writing this down. And like, you know, he's a qualified buyer. And I'm like, this is great. I've, I just felt like it was so easy because I was prepared and I had the thing. I had my note and then I went home and, you know, entered all the details and fall boss and set up all about a search. But it was just so easy because I had taken that little extra prep of printing that sheet off and putting it in my car. So it was nice. I, I love it. Well, Brandon, I really, really appreciate you being here. I, well, I, I know, you know, the quote, right? What gets celebrated gets replicated. So yep. I'm absolutely celebrating your success. This is awesome. Everyone listening. I hope you guys are like, yeah, go Brandon. And then you guys go out <laughs> and go build your own. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for being here, Brandon. This is fun. Hey, you betcha. Have a great day, guys. Bye everybody. Bye. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you, Lisa. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.